hello, hello. You're listening to the version 4 podcast. I'm first one. Uh, this is episode two of the uh, of our solo podcast. Um, again, as a reminder, I will continue to do the interviews. I am considering who my next, my newest guests are going to be. But I, of course, don't want to, you know, like, uh, I don't want to, like, keep you guys. I don't want to not make content. I don't know. I'm fucking stuttering. I don't want to not make content for y'all. So, and I have a lot more to say than just, you know, what I would say in the interview. So I'm going to start putting these out more often. And by more often, I mean weekly because I don't really feel like doing this more than that. Uh, the topic, I don't know. Yeah, that's basically it. Um, I, I am message. I have been in talks with people about more interviews. So be on the lookout for that. Okay. But anyway, this episode I think is going to be uh, specifically about like knowledge and metaphysics. So I guess like epistemology and metaphysics, but I don't want to like be all fucking heady and use like, you know, big comp bot ass terms. So I'm going to try to keep it grounded. Uh, and while I'm still talking about the same topic, I'm not gonna sit here and just quote Kant and shit like that the whole time. Um, so, you know, the first and foremost, um, someone, I woke up the other day and someone messaged me with a tweet that was like, um, uh, they quoted me and it was like when verse said that all scientists are idiots, I felt that. And I, you know, I still, I think that's really funny because I think that that is a very major part in my, uh, of my like mental frame of like my metaphysics. Like, what do I mean by that? Right. So actually, if you want more in depth conversation about this from like a, um, if you, from like a, uh, you know, like grounded perspective, and you can watch the the interview with M- Mia. Um, m- you know, cyber. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, b- uh, what was her name? BPD God. Um, great episode. But anyway, so why do I say scientists are idiots? Because it is. It's a pretty inflammatory thing to say, but it is basically true. So Mia, as we all know, is the originator of the midwit, topwit, dimwit meme. Um, and you know, that meme has turned into a lot of things, but at, at the core, the meme is recognizing that at the fat tails of like the intellectual distribution, you're the dumb people, the dimwits and the topwits both have some, uh, exemption. They have a, they tend to like think for themselves, right? So either you're too stupid to be programmed correctly or you're intelligent enough to see through the fact that a lot, everything's just a narrative and you, and topwits typically and the sign of a topwit is the understanding that you can warp these narratives the understanding that you can completely ignore them you can create whatever narrative you want because the you know if it's true empirical evidence it stands it's true ir- irrespective irregardless of like the narrative used to describe it if that makes sense right so like evidence that the thing that scientists miss and i don't know if and, and i and why i call them idiots is because they're not it's not that they aren't intelligent enough to understand that the evidence they find makes sense within a narrative it's that they don't even consider that their evidence own that their explanations of the evidence exists because of a narrative 
it's 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 like a it's a blind spot to the to their like raw computing power they were obviously very intelligent scientists and there are some top wit scientists but for the most part in the secular religion that is science you know the modern industrial secular religion of scientism these people work under work within a paradigm and they are the most effectively programmed. Speaking of, uh, this is with the book when people reference like 1984, like oh my god, we're becoming 1984, blah blah blah, 1984. Everyone, without except very few exceptions, have uh, hit on the real idea behind 1984. 1984, while obviously like you know a story about totalitarianism and like a police state. The, very, the core of that book, the part that is missed by everyone because it's not in the first fucking 50 pages, is the scene where the main character, I'm going to completely fucking paraphrase this because I don't remember the names of anyone, but there's a scene where the main character is like in the slums or whatever, and he's talking to like people in the slums, and he's talking about the people in the slums about how they're not, how they are in fact more free than the people in the middle cast, right? The people in the middle cast are you know being watched by you know the big brother type of uh government they are they are forced to like do like the workouts they eat together they have to say the current they have to use a double think etc those are the people in the middle cast they are under scrutiny by the powers that be people in the lower class have complete freedom they can do whatever they want because no one gives a shit about them similarly people in the upper caste they can do whatever they want because they are exempt from the rules. They pl- they make the rules, right? It's the people in the center in 1984 that experienced the police state, that experienced the hell and the double think. And that's like the big revelation towards the end, right? So similarly, in the, the again, so similarly, the, the story that's being told from this book is that in our society, the people who are most controlled or those who are in the center those people who are intelligent enough to be a threat so they need to be programmed they are given incentives to work in within the system they are given incentives to not think outside of the system this is what cancer culture is you don't get canceled if you're fucking some with few exceptions but typically not really if you're just some hillbilly in, you know, whatever rural part of the country, you don't get canceled. You know why? Because the middle class driving f- factions of people don't give a shit about you. They, they'll use you as some like uh, example of what they hate because that's what leftism is. It's generally speaking, the middle targeting the bottom and like trying to distance themselves from, you know, the lower class people. But in doing so, they kind of create their own a prison of their own design. Um, and so similarly, uh, the people who are at risk of cancel culture are those who are trying to strive within the system, right? Anyway, so, and in this, this of course is another thing of parallel reasoning, right? So not only does this apply to cancel culture, this also applies to people who are dealing, who are working within like academia, for example, right? You have your, it's only a, it's a rare once in a lifetime if not even less, scientists who is a paradigmatic, like sh- paradigm shifting scientist. Like you're the original scientific paradigm that we think about is like Aristotle, 
right? He, he has this Aristotelian empiricism. That's like the first scientific paradigm. You have your, he hit, you know, he does like the celestial bodies and astro astronomy, astrology. There's like his categorization in biology. And then each of these had a fundamental paradigm shift when your Newtons showed up and your Copernicus and your, uh, I guess, I don't know who chemistry would be. Maybe also Newton. I'm not fucking sure about chemistry. Darwin for biology. Like there's these like, uh, paradigm shifts that occur around what we consider the enlightenment and then from that point forward all the work that's done in that field is done to reinforce the meta-narrative right these like you know these everyday fucking pleb scientists they do in grad students and shit they do their research blah 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 and these researchers find a new evidence which may or may not be able to be reproduced which we find now in modernity that there's a reproducibility crisis but that's i digress and these like day-to-day -day findings are used to reinforce the narrative and it's within these findings that over time issues start to emerge right you're like oh well, this finding is different than i anticipated this finding kind of creates a puts a uh, rift in our understanding right so like an example of this might be example of this would be relativity or whatever with Einstein or like there's there's a few instances oh no rather Einstein's a theory I don't know there, there'd be like a few like findings right um and these findings are completely incompatible with the current scientific paradigm oh uh, excuse me the the recording cut out but anyway the findings are incompatible with like the scientific paradigm at the time right so then your Einstein type will come recontextualize everything and a new narrative is born, and this new narrative is has more explanatory power. And then, when this narrative shift, when this meta narrative shift occurs, all of a sudden, all the scientists, once it gets like completely accepted, all the scientists have this new meta ideology. This is the way that literally every fucking, this is the way that science progresses. But at the end of the day, in all knowledge fields whether it's religion or politics or whatever conceptually cognitive based activity involving humans there will be a meta narrative right the weaving of narratives is the core point here right and if you're dealing with the weaving of narratives you're not dealing with immutable facts about the universe you're dealing with you're taking immutable empirical findings like for instance that if you drop an apple to the floor if you let go of an apple, it's going to hit the floor. That is a fact of life. Now, whether that apple falls to the floor because God says that's just the way things are, whether that apple falls to the floor because of gravity, whether that apple falls to the floor because of whatever fucking quantum field, uh, theory of gravity gets created, right? At the end of the day, apples falling to the floor. That is the immutable truth. That is the fact of life sans story right there are events and then there's a story you make about the event that is how human cognition works this is the case in science this is the case in religion this is the case in with your emotions and don't even get me fucking start actually maybe i'll do that in the next section there are facts and then there's the your story about the fact the fact is the apple falls to the ground the fact is we can measure 
you know, the, you know, the force of gravity from different planets. The fact is not gravity. Gravity is a, is a story we've created about these facts to weave them together so that there's a concept, a consistent thread so that we can talk about them so that we can communicate. That is at the basis of all human endeavors. There are stories that we tell one another that allow for us to think on the same of think about events in the same way, which allows us to create communication. That is consensus reality at base. Okay. All this is to say that midwits, what makes a midwit a midwit is that they are unable to think outside of consensus reality. Consensus is the end-all be-all of their reality. As tech agency say, like your leftists are, very, are over-socialized. Um, and you could be a midwit without being a leftist, but effectively what makes someone a midwit is they're over-socialized. They are... Actually, I guess you can't be a midwit without being over without being a leftist in 2020 because leftism, rightism aren't the same definitions they used to be. But I digress. The what makes one in the midwit is their over socialization, their inability to think outside of the consensus. And they will always try to and furthermore, they're signaling their intelligence by signaling how deeply socialized they are, how advanced their understanding of this consensus algorithm is. That is what midwitism is at a fun, at a base at base. It is the deep uh, unironic belief in the consensus and they signal their how deeply, involved in the consensus they are this is the this is how this is your striving liberal this is your hyper leftist this is your fucking reddit tier loser who's talking about like their primo taste in midwit you know uh cinema and shit i don't know what the fuck reddit people like that is what midwittery is at base um but i gotta take a break because my fucking mouth is super cottony Okay, and we're back. Uh, a little little 
trance interlude for you that was like go uh go oh what the fuck was the name of that song that was a uh, sex drugs goa trance by croc coloco uh, i'll put that shit in the description you know but anyway the whole point of what i'm getting at right now with this midwit overton window uh signaling within the acceptable meta narrative thing i think it, once you see it i think it really does elucidate a lot about uh, it sheds a lot of light it illuminates i guess whatever a lot of what society is and always has been um and you know it i think it also kind of sheds light on who you should listen to and who the motivations of what people are saying it just a lot of things kind of become op- start to make a lot more sense when you understand that you cannot escape religion. And what do I mean by religion? Religion is broken up into two parts. It's it's partially the metaphysics of religion, right? And it's partially the ritualized aspects, right? And this is what makes fucking the atheist, our atheism, new atheist crowd fucking stupid. And it's a lot of scientists fall into this crowd as well. They only think of religion as the metaphysics as an, the explanatory power of regarding the universe. Anyone who thinks this way is a fucking idiot. Like, point blank, they're dumb. You can d- disregard everything they have to say after that. It It is, like... I guess... Alright, so, like, to make my point a little more clear, the... The... What makes a lot of scientists actually just stupid is they miss the fact that they, they think within our current paradigm, right? So the current secular materialist paradigm is one that considers reality with insofar as how it operates external. It experiences, experiences the material mechanical aspects of reality. This makes sense when you consider we are in an industrial society or we are post-industrial, I guess, to some extent. The industry is the means of production like all of our narratives all of the the colloquialisms with respect to narratives are all based on machinery they're based on machinations they're based on the like the classical newtonian understanding of the universe where thing are there are cogs in the machine things work with laws and externally in a way that is understandable right and because of this because scientists in our age or many people who consider themselves to be into science, like I heart science or whatever the fuck, I fucking love science shit, they think in this way. And because they think in this way and they cannot consider outside of this operating system, this fucking metaphysics, they can't understand that that isn't what the previous narratives were about. It is only within this current narrative that you can consider all other narratives to exist, to have this value system, this if it's not, if it doesn't directly tie to machinations, it's not real. That's just stupidity, right? So, and the the scientism, rich religion, does have all the same other components as a religion. It has its rituals, it has its, you know, you know, rituals being like, uh, I don't know, hedonistic, hedonistic, you know, uh, atomization and shit of whatever. Like you, you get what I'm saying. That does exist but it also is not self-aware insofar he doesn't understand that it is also playing into a narrative and people within this paradigm are just fundamentally they are missing a lot right and most scientists fall into this category they just are missing 
the point of other metaphysics. They they even are they're missing the fact that other metaphysical narratives are valid, right? Insofar as they don't care about the machinations because the machinations didn't matter in those societies. They had other more pressing concerns, especially in verbal societies where you have to pass down information about how to live and there's no written language, right? And yes, our narrative is more fitting for industrial society, but understanding that it is only within that context that this narrative, the current meta-narrative, makes any sense whatsoever. And not understanding that this explanatory power disappears when the paradigm shifts. And we have experienced the paradigm shifts, as I talked about in our in my last episode, right? The internet and is is the internet as well as like other technologies have created enough rifts that we are experiencing the paradigm shift in real time, right? Um, you know, the Einsteinian paradigm is over, right? We're in like more like a Bohr, Niels Bohr type of quantum paradigm anyway with physics, right? This, this, these types of like this undoing of all the previous paradigms is happening in every field, right? It's happening in our industries, right? All of the top-down hierarchical industries are being destroyed and being usurped by, you know, things like Uber or Airbnb and shit. Like, the internet has created rifts, right? So, the way that you're going to find people you shouldn't listen to, which is just as important as finding people you ought to listen to, is by noticing people who have not left, either A, have not left the previous metaphysical paradigm, or B, who people who don't understand that they're just operating within one of many operating systems. And this isn't relativism. This is, uh, I think that it, it can sound like relativism, but I do think that there's a hierarchy as to which have more explanatory power. So this is definitely not relativism. This is understanding that different situations call for different operating systems because that is ultimately what metaphysics is it's a narrative it's an operating system you see different things from different uh frameworks and the ability to shed operating systems and don new ones is also a like aristocratic trait it's a very it's a high caste uh top wit trait and midwits do not have this ability and that is what separates, that is, in my opinion, what separates midwit from a topwit. It's the understanding that you can shed, that you can change hats, you can, you can, you can put change distros for your mental operating system. But, um, you know, and you can find different, more subtle, um, you can find more subtle applications of this, right? Uh, when it comes to art and media, right? There's topwit media, as Logo was talking about. And I think he's right in the sense that, like, Topway media has imperfections uh, that kind of bring out interesting ideas and concepts and stuff that midwit media does not, right? And he is also correct in saying that what makes something midwit media is that it's too perfect because that also falls in line with what I said earlier about midwittery is signaling how advanced you are within the current acceptable paradigm. Right, so shows that are too perfect are midwit, which makes sense, and it's, it's kind of the same with any other media or art form, right? But the, it's the it's the things that have imperfect, like beautiful imperfections that we remember, right? 
it's the shark it's the it's the grin on the Mona Lisa that's interesting now obviously people the, what's interesting about the Mona Lisa is the fact that it's there's a lot of things interesting about the Mona Lisa it's it, it it's one of the, it's a I don't fucking feel like going on art history diatribe I mean um tangent but I'm gonna do it anyway you know only rich people were able to afford portraits at the time and so when rich people would do portraits they would have they would don all their you know regalia and all their jewelry and whatever and it's because it's the portrait itself is a sign of wealth and you also want to immortalize yourself in your wealth and status or whatever so you would get someone a painter to do this portrait you would have all your best jewelry on your best outfits whatever uh da, Vin- uh da vinci i guess yeah da vinci would did the mona lisa and it does not have any of this um the mona lisa has no jewelry on it's bare there's there's not really much of any um any kind of shows of ostentation there's no ostentatious displays it's just a bare portrait and it's arguably even a self-portrait of da vinci with wearing drag which would also be unique because self-portraits are not really a thing that people were doing um, at the time. Now, self-portrait, every fucking chick with a f- smartphone only to self-portraits, which kind of hints the narcissism of our time. But when you consider male painters being wanting to capture the objective objectivity, right? That is kind of what s- distinguishes male modes of art from female or modes of art. Women are our object oh sorry I got cut out again I don't know what the fuck's going on um, that is what distinguishes male modes of art from women female modes of art is that like women f- tend to capture their object status within their art similarly you see chicks take selfies they always have their face in, in the selfie along with the object they're trying to cap- capture the male gaze is typically one of a subject object distinction men tend to try to capture their try to capture their the the object in its objectivity separate from the subject of the painting so what makes a self-portrait at least back then interesting is that men were capturing themselves as objects and subjects simultaneously that is not that doesn't exist any longer so self-portraits are fucking narcissistic and stupid nowadays um but this is lost as you can see by every chick who does some impressionistic self-portrait of some type it's 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 crass it's not art at all but i digress um i'm doing a lot of digression today oh actually this is another topic this brings up schopenhauer's on women post which is my favorite essay ever and it sounds like you know incel shit but it every single fucking paragraph every sentence of on women is the most on the fucking nose brilliant uh analysis of female psychology and i highly recommend that you read it if you miss it you don't understand women enough it's brilliant i highly recommend it but um anyway the whole point of this digression to the mona lisa was what what the fuck was the point of this i'm all all over the place today anyway the point of this is that the the midwit top weight distinction is matters if you can step outside of the current paradigm if you can step outside of the current paradigm and try to create your own if you can if you can take facts that exist external to oneself empirical truths 
and you can weave a new narrative about those facts, you create interesting insights and people start to follow you. People might don your dish, your might, you know, try your metaphysics on. This is what makes accounts interesting, right? You're, as Tim Dillon said recently, you're, I don't know if it was recently, at some point, if you're still trying to be fucking rational, if you're still trying to make sense, you're doing, you're, you're, you've lost already. This is the year 2020. We're post-truth. We're post-fucking, we're, we're, we deal with fake news. Everything is some amalgamation of, 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 everything's a hot take. Everything's some kind of combination, some, you know, composite of, of narratives woven about the truths. What distinguishes insight from you know just bullshit is the fact is your understanding of and your navigation of these post truths and weaving a perspective that is that has explanatory power but is also unique it has a unique vision has a unique perspective one that contributes to the overall conversation if you're just fucking you know regurgitating other people's perspectives no one gives why should anyone listen to you Right. I had the tweet I tweeted recently about if you are responding to any of my tweets with the correct fucking response, you miss the point entirely. And there's a reason I said that you're no one who had if you're if you're still saying the correct idea and I, I use correct tongue in, in a tongue in cheek manner, then you've missed the point. You are you are not someone that needs to be listened to. Full stop. Ignore the sirens. I'm in fucking trash York City. But, um, so, like, if, you, if you're following me, you see a lot of posting of uh, crypto shit recently. Now, I'm always a crypto account. I love crypto. It's one of my favorite. I wrote a book about crypto. I don't show the book, but I did write a book about crypto. Um, I, it's, it's currently what would be considered an alt season. Uh, basically, you know, alt Alt, if you're not initiated in the crypto fucking world, altcoins are non-Bitcoin uh, crypto, I guess, alternatives, right? It's alternative coin is essentially the the, the uh, etymology. Um, and, you know, in 27, during the big, like, major altcoin boom, there have been different phases in the market cycle. But, like, in 2017, beginning of 2018, there was, like, a big altcoin rush. And that's when, like, Ethereum kind of popped off and or not kind of very much popped off and fucking uh litecoin all those other xrp all this shit that everyone's heard of right and currently we're kind of in another alt season with Chainlink and tezos and you know all the uniswap gems and it's really funny to me when like fucking sirens jesus 
fucking anyway i used to be nostalgic for sirens when i wasn't in new york city but i'm so fucking over them um but like all the unit swap terms and shit and uh you know there's this really funny thing that happened like in 2017 people were like in this weird like denial fucking uh thing where they were like you know i'm in it for the tech i'm in it for the tech oh oh you're in it for the tech not for the fucking seven six thousand percent appreciation on your you know technology no one's in it for the tech and like even if you are in it for the tech like i like the technology i like cryptography i like you know uh decentralized finance i think that's necessary i think it's inevitable it's inevitability uh i participate i find it all very very interesting but you're fucking stupid if you think that we're in it for the tech you know there are devs uh, the, the engineer mindset is a very particular mindset, right? It takes a special type of person to wholeheartedly just to build shit. Build shit with, you know, there's sure there's some incentive, but for the most part, they're doing it out of the passion, out of the craftsmanship, out of the trade, right? And, like, I'm technically minded, right? I, you know, have a math degree. I've, I studied math and shit, like, you know, whatever. Um, I can... I can pr- program but i don't give a fuck okay i'm not trying to be a programmer i don't give a fuck enough to like sit there and build projects without some kind of end goal there has to be some kind of reason i'm doing this right but there are people engineer types who get intrinsic satisfaction from the actual process of building but most of us aren't those people. They're a very special breed. If this is Myers Briggs, there's a very special. I'm not even gonna go over that fucking tangent. It's a very special breed of human who's into that. Okay. Now, most people got fucking destroyed in 2018, and you know, those that survived, they more or less learned their lesson about technology. There's a lot of White papers provided a lot. All these coins created, came up with white papers, and these white papers made a lot of promises about the technology, a lot of promises about what you know revolutionary shit they're going to come up with. And this is any company does this. This is what venture capital is founded upon. You take rich people, you sell them a fucking story, you sell them a life. Uh, sell them on some shit and then they invest the money in your project because it doesn't mean anything to them and they expect to never see it again but if they do see it again it'll be worth hundreds of times more than it is now right you just sell people story that's how you that's how you get rich just like you know scientists sell story just like religious people we are a storytelling creature we love stories and if you sell the right person a story, they'll give you a lot of money. Um, but most people learn their lesson with crypto in 2018. But here we are a couple years later and people are still trying to fucking read white papers and shit. And, you know, they're missing out. You see me fucking on the, on the timeline, you know, shilling waifu. And I do like waifu. I think that's hilarious. But... One the fundamental analysis that I put into waifu is f- simple. Who are the people who buy crypto? It's Asians, like Chinese, Japanese, what have you. It is, and it's weebs online. Okay, it's weebs and Asians. 
who are effectively still weebs. Everyone, what is the biggest fucking meme in crypto? We're all going to make it, boys. We're all going to get girlfriends. So put two and two together. What is the best, the best meme coin you can possibly imagine? Waifu coin, waifu token, whatever the fuck it's called. That's simple. That's fundamental analysis, right? You want a story? What's better? What's a better story than a meme? None. It's a participatory story. It's funny. Everyone's having a great time. And it's even funnier if people are making a lot of fucking money off the joke. That's really the, that's the, that's what makes Dogecoin exist. It was a meme. People, it has some technolo- techno, uh, technological, I can't speak today, has some credence, right? It is effectively still, it's just a Bitcoin clone. It's like Litecoin, but with memes. That's what gives it credence. That's why people like it. Um, and that's all it is to it. Now, there's still people, as I said before, who are trying to play the in it for the tech game, reading white papers and shit like this product's really going to matter. Shut up. Shut up. You hear me? Shut the fuck up. You're missing the point. It's more midwittery. Midwittery. It's all midwittery signaling your intelligence. The dumbest thing you oh, and since I'm on the topic of signaling intelligence, this is the other thing that's happening. Other than in the finance game, is with women. There, there's a, some. They've been fed a fucking lie, right? Uh, about what it means to be a strong woman in modern society, and they're fed a fucking lie. And women in 2020 are trying to signal their intelligence. They're trying to compete with the person they're with. They're trying to demonstrate that they are independent, right? That they are fully realized independent entities. They're intelligent. They don't need to, they they don't need you to X, Y, Z. This is also absolutely fucking stupid. On, on It's like the dumbest thing ever. Now, I don't blame them. Okay, I can't blame them. It's not their fault, right? As creatures, our culture is made, it is propagated via women. Okay, that is the role, right? So if you think about the human animal in the tribe, there's the inner circuit, there's the outer circuit. The outer circuit is typically the men. It's the hunting group. They go out, they have a, they have a linear miss, a linear mission, a teleology, and this telos is directed by the leader of the hunting group, typically the best hunter or warrior or whatever. And they lead the fucking tribe. And within the inner circuit of the tribe is the women and children, usually led by the matriarch. And the matriarch is, nags the fucking leader of the hunting group. is like, we have this many babies, this many people. You need to come back with food. Um, we need to get here before the fucking birthing ritual starts. That's It's that simple, okay? And within the inner circuit, culture is propagated right it is by a lot it is an innate biological feature of women to be the arbiters of culture that is what they they are more susceptible to cultural programming they communicate in this manner they they are they communicate subtly with intonation and blah 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 blah. you are you all have experienced women before and because and it was via the interplay of like the matriarch and the patriarch that created a stability 
when we had smaller tribes. In modernity, women have decided to be liberated and men were weak enough to allow it. And as a consequence of this, you know, society, the, the culture of the day is women's liberation and it's the response to the perceived patriarch, right? But anyone who knows anything about society knows that... Anyone who knows anything about society, sorry, it got cut out again, uh, knows that, like, men aren't oppressing, right? Our society doesn't... It, it, the things that women as, ascribe, prescribe, ascribe, whatever, to patriarchy aren't real things that patriarchs would do, right? So, it's not... it The... the for example, slut shaming, right? They'll be like, okay, women can't dress slutty because blah, 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 and the patriarchy and the male gaze. But it isn't, and while fathers, yes, would prefer if their daughters did not dress in a slutty manner, it is not the male, the male species that are in, are, are like upholding this. This is women, beauty standards, fashion, who's the slut or not is all female culture it's inner circuit shit right the 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 reason why slut the the term slut or like slut shaming or whatever all that exists is because women do it to one another okay it's it's the in the tribe the if you're having if you the woman is having sex or, or whatever outside of the allowed ritual times it is actually a, a problem for the tribe now you have a fucking pregnant woman in the winter in when or babies being born in the winter for example and that doesn't make any sense it's bad for everybody okay the women are supposed to have sex at the correct time and they all have their children in spring and in the summer that is the, that is the point of the ritual right so you know and you know women stepping outside of this fucks up with fucks up the uh the uh, cooperation amongst men, it, it, it is all bad news, right? So the matriarch, you know, is the the old woman of the tribe, is the one who controls the ritual sex practices, and women who step outside of this are excommunicated from the tribe. Simple. This has been the case from day one. Even in 2020, if you go to a strip club or, like, a brothel or something, there's, like, the madam or, you know, and they do the exact same thing. It's it keeps They have some older woman who keeps all the other women in check, and so that you behave within the acceptable conditions, right? Similarly, it's it's not the men who are slut shaming the girls in high school. It's the popular girls such slut shaming the other other girls for behaving outside of the acceptable norm at the time, because women throwing off the marketplace fucks it up for other women. It has always been the case that is how society is structured. That's how our animals, how we operate as animals. It is st- literally stupid when people get convinced otherwise it doesn't make sense none of your your experiences nothing from history has ever demonstrated that it's men doing this right like a child can figure this out right so anyway so the point is like the how, how fucking off off my train of thought okay women are the ones who control culture right so where we're where we're at now Okay, so now now we back to women. In 2020, women are doing themselves a major fucking disservice. And it's really upsetting. It's really tragic, actually, right? So, I mean, like, um, 
they're like every chick is like trying to be like some you know boss bitch type striver chick she she's like i got you know a bunch of degrees i have my graduate degree i went to this good school i'm gonna be a doctor or i'm gonna be a lawyer yada 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 yeah because i am independent and i am intelligent and i want to signal xyz about my competence and i deserve all these things and now they've got all these status symbols right and they have all and they've ascended up the ladder because it actually the ladder is perfect for chicks right like the the predetermined midwittery ladder is literally made for the type of like uh striving uh energy that women have where they just like will like put their nose to the ground they're hyper they're more agreeable than men so they'll do what they're told and they'll work longer hours and they can be exploited better and they'll get and they get better grades etc 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 so they they fit they hit all the check boxes and they're perfect to strive up their ranks right but that's not what chicks actually want what the, what they're actually trying to do is get the you know get the 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 material possessions that they want and they also want to meet men of a certain status and caliber but what they end up doing because they've been memed into believing that they have to be independent and you know and signal their competence they've been memed into fucking themselves over because there are only but so many men of that level especially during the age group in which you want to find that man right what the correct thing would be to do would be to find someone young meet a man right who has not ascended the ladder yet meet him have your children yada 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 and you know work together as a team so that he can reach the status that you want but they are meeting themselves out and as a consequence because women do not date below them they're finding themselves in cities where there's like you know i'm on tinder and i see chicks who are like i have like a graduate degree i'm in law school i'm 27 years old um, I just got I'm in, or I'm in finance and I'm like an associate at this bank or whatever. But there's not that many dudes that can ever compete with that. You're you fucked yourself over. Right. Maybe you're the lucky one. Right. But why would anyone at that level if you're if you're 27, let's say I was in investment banking my whole life. Right. I'm 27. And at this point, I'm an associate. I'm might be done with my MBA. I might even be a fucking uh, VP, right? Or possibly on track to be managing director or something like that. You're making X hundreds of thousand dollars a year, right? And you, you know, with your other investments, you're on track to be like very successful in life. Why would you pick a coworker or someone who's in finance when you can pick some 21 year old model? You're, right so who are you actually left with if we do if you do this to yourself if you're a girl doctor or whatever and you just made it through med school you're 28 and you're in residency so you have no time to date right but you do know that in 10 15 years you'll have money but you have only three or four years to find someone like what the fuck are you doing it doesn't make any fucking sense this is the same midwittery spiral signaling that is happening in crypto you're you're memeing yourself out of bullshit because you're focusing on the wrong aspects focus on what's important okay focus on the narrative focus on like what are you what is your actual end goal in crypto is your end goal to make money or is your end goal to signal that you are in it for the tech with women is your end goal to have children and get married and have the life that you want or is your end goal to signal that you're competent both memes are midwittery both of them are stupid and they both are counterproductive
I don't know what this. Anyway, another break. bring this all together you could be right or you can make money and that's the end of the fucking and that's how much and that's what it all comes down to that, that's what it comes down to in crypto that's what it comes down to with relationships that's what it comes down to with fucking science and religion right oh yeah you could be right and like you could read the fucking bible and go oh yeah um you know they're talking about uh, uh not eating pig because pig is Da, 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 da. And they, you know, we think that it had to do with the fucking uh, parasites. Or you could shut the fuck up and like, and understand the group, the broader context, understand the symbology, understand, um, you know, the you know what it like, like the whole the the broader point of you know the Bible, right? The the Bible was like a collection of like oral traditions, uh, uh. Uh, what's the word they've been curated to create a meta narrative that encapsulates like a, a culture's metaphysics all at once it's like you have to be a, an actual st- idiot like i mean i've been saying this a lot this this podcast but like you have to be stupid like scientists are stupid to not understand this right it's not just a fun book it's not a great the greatest work of fiction it's you're actually dumb for not picking up on this right same thing with women you have to understand like how can you be so daft as to not understand that like you have a limited window the 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 things that make you happy are very clear how can you get memed out of this like every like like there's so many studies done on this and and anyone who's like i guess red pilled or whatever understands this and chicks understand this too like how many times do you go on some chicks fucking twitter and they're like i just want to have kids blah, 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 even if they're not tri wife types it's because they you like again it's and I, i'm being unfair to women i like to i like to make fun i like to make jokes i do this a lot on my, my twitter whatever i like to make fun of women but because it's funny, and they kind of deserve it for being self-righteous pricks half the time, but it's not really fair because as far as, like, intelligence distributions are concerned, you know, men are bipolar, or bi, bimodal? Yeah, 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 bimodal. As in, like, there's a lot of really dumb dudes, there's a lot of really smart dudes, not a lot of men in the middle. Similarly, but women are opposite, they're unimodal, they're a bell curve, it's kind of evenly distributed. Or not evenly distributed. Stand, there's a standard distribution of uh, female intelligence amongst other traits. Pretty much all traits. And again, this goes back to what we were saying before. They're the uh, they propagate culture. They're in the inner circuit. It it does it makes more sense for women to to fit entirely within the Overton window at all times. Uh, it makes more sense for you know women to not rock the boat. There's a reason why you go on, tw- and this is one of my favorite jokes, obviously, to make fun of chicks. So when you're like on Tinder, every, every girl has the same profile. 
And it's not because girls are like literally copying, pasting. It's because every chick or chicks are fundamentally very similar. They like the office. They like dogs. They like, they, they want a guy who's adventurous. They want to travel. They want to like all these fucking tropes of dating apps are there. Not because chicks are just brain dead, which, you know, maybe they are. I don't fucking know, but it's, there's the reason why this is the case is because women are unimodal. Right there, there are many of them are clumped together in the center. They are, they are culture. They are the status quo. Quo. They always will be, and this is just a fact of what female nature is, and that's a good thing. You feel like women, that's what you should expect, right? You shouldn't expect some fucking quirky chick who has like super esoteric interests that she didn't pick up from her ex boyfriend. Like that's just not how this game is played. Men have very uh, niche interests. They are more extreme in all aspects because they have testosterone, right? Um, and that's just kind of what testosterone does. And, and we're also more uh, diverse in our chemical makeup. And that's just that's just how the game is played. It makes sense from a from on a macro scale that this is the case but anyway they get memed out of the they get memed out of shit and it's 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 frustrating but they did it to themselves so what are you gonna do they wanted to they wanted to vote they made shit stupid they ruined it uh and similarly with crypto you don't want to you could be right or you can make money right you could be right that you know monero is the real bitcoin or it's zek zcash is the real bitcoin Right, you know, the private whatever, or you can make money off waifu or some other dumbass shit coin that has good memes, right? The waifu has a product, and hopefully soon it'll pop off even more. Not the point, right? You, in every aspect, you can in in media, you can signal the right shows and be seen as a as intelligent, or you can actually find interesting shit and be and you know be yourself right um and this you know metaphysic this the signaling one way or the other is all we do as animals right but i think the people who listen to this show i think you're special you're a special breed and i think if you you want to thrive that's the whole point of this thriving you know to the progression like the the propagation of fire and not the preservation of ash right if you know what that's referencing, kudos to you. I feel like if I say it out loud, though, the YouTube algorithm will pick this up. But anyway, uh, you want to you want the will of fire, not the preservation of ash. You want to thrive. You want to you want prosperity. You die mania, uh, flourishing. Uh, that's what that's what we're that's what we're about here. Um, and as such, I think it is your duty to to play around with different narratives, right? If you go on Twitter and you want to say some shit, the the last thing you should say is the correct thing, if that makes sense. Your your goal should be to take the truths about reality and warp them to your own will. You are the uh th- this is a podcast for the overman, this is the podcast for 
the Ubermensch. This is the podcast for a master. There are masters and there are slaves in all things. This is the Pareto distribution. That's fundamentally how things work. If you're if you if you're even listening to this, I'm not like you know I'm not fucking Joe Rogan, but if you're listening to this, especially this far into the podcast, you're of a certain disposition with respect to ideas. With you, you might even be very intelligent. I, I'm not gonna you know jerk you off right now, but or jerk myself off in this instance. Uh, but the t- the subject matter is not easy. It's 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 fairly you know it's fairly um obscure topics. It's fairly opaque you know what i'm saying at any given point in time i've shown that i've shown other podcasts to like girls i'm dating or whatever they're just like you know it sounds really fun but i have no idea what the fuck you're talking about they're like yeah great that's great the better the more the more you don't understand what i'm talking about the better the longer this podcast lasts um you should never take the easy route right you should never just take the predefined narrative um all your 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 actions should be geared towards breaking from mind slavery, breaking out of the double think. You don't. You. It is much better to to be a surf uh, in the 1984 style society that we live in. It is much better to be off the radar and have impact than it is to be middleman drudgery, wage slave mind slave fucking you know striving bitch right you do not want to be in that in the double think era now it is if you're built that way if you're just built like that then fuck it have fun but you're probably not if you're here okay so your homework i guess is you know when, next time you think about something next time you think of a topic or something you're about to say just don't don't reiterate things that already exist right you you should be pushing yourself at all times to reconsider what your surroundings to recontextualize to find more explanatory power to find ways in which you can exercise your autonomy not just in your actions but very important that you exercise autonomy in your actions and do things to dem to to um to propagate your your free will, to encourage your free will, but it's even more important and sometimes even more difficult to exercise that free will intellectually. You're being programmed at every fucking from every, in every everywhere you everywhere you turn, right? You have advertisements everywhere. You have this. You have programming in Netflix. Yada yada yada. I you know personally, I do everything I can to avoid ads. I don't. I'm not subscribed to Netflix, but you want to. I personally try my best to like curate what influences exist on me at any given time um, because I'm only but so I mean I have very high levels of disagreeableness but I'm still as susceptible as the next person to some extent um, so you you want to exercise free will and autonomy at all times or as much as possible if you want to thrive if you want to uh, experience the will of fire, right? Shout out to Konoha. Um, that's just, and that's just the long and short of it, right? You don't want to find yourself at the whim of others to be manipulated, right? Read books that you shouldn't read, like f- go into spaces 
that you shouldn't be in. I mean, one of the best pieces of advice, and I didn't understand it as much as a child, but the older I get, the more I really appreciate it, that my uncle gave me was always go where you're least expected. The You know, when you're young, the benefits of that seem like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm unique there, blah, 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 blah. But it's not just that. You're the, the, the more you step outside predetermined patterns of behavior, the more autonomy you're able to exercise, the more you're able to be it, it operate as the, the master in the master-slave Nietzschean sense, right? The master does things because they are virtuous, because they promote thriving and promote well-being for the master. The slave does things because the master did it. So, you know, obviously, so that is to say, don't just do what I say, but you get the point. You want to be a master. Um, So anyway, that's it for this this week. Uh, Like, share, subscribe. Be sure to tell all your friends. Um, uh, I will have, make sure to follow my Twitter, not just my verse Twitter, but like the version underscore four Twitter uh, for more updates. Um, And yeah. I'll catch y'all later.